Paul here with today's tip to help you pass ACLS. When you review the chain of survival for cardiac emergency or stroke outside of the healthcare setting, you'll notice some similarities. At the start is preparedness and recognition of the emergency, followed by activation of EMS, delivery of advanced life support, and transporting to the most appropriate facility. The role of EMS and transportation to the most appropriate facility is today's Pass ACLS Tip Topic. Listening to a tip daily for a few weeks before your class will help to cement the key concepts needed for you to pass your ACLS written exam and megacode. Push the plus, follow, or subscribe button in your listening app, or activate the Pass ACLS flash briefing skill on your Amazon voice device so you don't miss upcoming tips. You can find additional ACLS-related resources at PassACLS.com. As you prepare for your upcoming ACLS class, you've read or heard that stroke and STEMI patients should be transported by EMS to the most appropriate facility. In the stroke section, there's even an EMS-specific algorithm. If you don't work in EMS or in an area that frequently interacts with EMS, you might not be familiar with the capabilities of pre-hospital providers and why they make a difference in patient outcomes. Let's start with why it's important for people to call 911 for EMS when they recognize an emergency outside of the hospital setting. There are two basic reasons. First, depending on the area where you live, EMS may have advanced life support, or ALS, capabilities. ALS ambulances are staffed with paramedics who have training in all of the ACLS skills. Paramedics can perform a basic history and assessment including vital signs, ECG, blood sugar, O2 saturation, and end-tidal CO2. Additionally, paramedics can provide ACLS care, such as obtaining an IV or IO access, administration of frontline medications, insertion of an advanced airway, and defibrillation. Depending on local protocols, many paramedics are able to perform condition-specific procedures, such as pleural decompression or pericardiocentesis. The ability to make a detailed assessment and provide life-saving care within minutes of recognition is the first reason why EMS makes a difference. Secondly, EMS personnel are familiar with their local resources and know at which facility a patient should be seen to receive the most appropriate care. There are two ACLS-specific examples for which you should be familiar, stroke and STEMI. Remember that the majority of strokes are ischemic and that stroke patients have a better outcome when they receive timely therapy such as thrombolytics, like TPA, within three hours of the onset of symptoms and endovascular thrombectomy, or EVT for large vessel occlusion, within 24 hours of the onset of symptoms. Depending on where you live, EMS providers may help meet these goals by transporting suspected stroke patients to a stroke center with 24-7 CT and cath lab or interventional radiology capabilities. Recent data even indicates that it might be appropriate to pass up a close hospital to get a stroke patient to a comprehensive stroke center within 30 minutes. To decrease the time to CT, some EMS agencies bypass the ER on arrival and take their stroke patients directly to CT. In areas with ALS, patients may arrive at CT with an IV started, the TPA checklist completed, 
and other causes of stroke-like symptoms such as hypoglycemia or hypoxia already evaluated and addressed. Patients experiencing a STEMI benefit from this training and knowledge of the area as well. Paramedics can obtain a 12-lead ECG and SAO2 within minutes of the onset of symptoms and administer aspirin, nitro, oxygen, and morphine if appropriate to ACS patients. If a patient's ECG shows an ST elevation MI, transportation to a facility with 24-7 interventional cath lab would be the most appropriate to ensure the patient receives PCI within 60 minutes of first medical contact. Because it's their job, EMS crews are generally familiar with the hospital capabilities for their area. They know which are stroke or cardiac care centers, which have 24-7 CT or interventional cath lab services. Taking an extra 20 to 30 minutes to get a patient to a facility that can deliver the specific care needed saves time in the long run, and time is brain or heart cells. If the concept of EMS destination protocols interests you, I've posted links on the pod resource page at passacls.com to some EMS on-air podcast episodes that go into specific destination protocol criteria and review study outcome data of stroke patients in the rural versus urban area. If you found today's tip on EMS capabilities and destination protocols helpful, consider giving back via the secure link in the episode notes or clicking the donate button at passacls.com. I'm here to help you pass ACLS. Thanks for listening, and good luck with your class.